Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, the copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Calling all cars, hunting all cars, broadcast 94. Cars in the city to take notice. Go to the corner of Figaro and Adams at once regarding a bank robbery. That's all. Rolls and Every boy and every girl listening to Calling All Cars is entitled to a free gift. In fact, you can get several free gifts. Just listen to the announcement at the close of this program. Rio Grande delivers more value than any other gasoline. Besides the free gifts for girls and boys, Rio Grande gives every motorist more value than ever before for his gasoline money. In the first place, you get extra ethyl added to Rio Grande cracked gasoline at no increase in price. You get more speed, more power. It is easy for any gasoline to claim these superiorities, but Rio Grande offers proof that it is the fastest, most powerful gasoline in this market. What greater proof can you ask than the selection of Rio Grande cracks in preference over all other gasoline to power the police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment of cities like Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, Bakersfield, San Diego County, and Maricopa County, Arizona and many, many others. Of all the emergency cars operated in this territory, more use Rio Grande Crack than any other brand. Doesn't that prove you will get greater value for your gasoline money when you ask for Rio Grande Crack Gasoline? to present Captain H.S. Seeger, commanding the robbery and narcotics squad of the Los Angeles Police Department. Captain Seeger. Good evening, friends. There seems to be no length to which criminals will not go in carefully planning a crime which they believe will put them on easy streets for the rest of their lives. Physical and mental energy is expended in lawless enterprises which is directed in proper and honest channels, might well return the authors of the plans a much greater compensation than they receive for their criminal activity. For these men always slip up. They forget something. They omit an important detail, and then the law is on their trail. None of them get rich quick. None of them retire to a life of ease. Do you remember Herb Wilson? He worked months planning the robbery of a safe in Detroit in which it was reported there reposed $13 million. The plans went through with military precision, but the acetylene gave out in his torch. There was only a quarter inch of steel left between him and his fortune. He was a smart man, but he slipped up once, and then again, and again, and finally landed in the penitentiary. His case is similar to the one you are about to hear, in which three young men worked with an intensity 
They never would have felt in an honest occupation. Toiled like slaves in a dark, dank hole underground, burning toward a fortune, which they never got. It is a dismal, rainy night in February 1932. In a small, badly furnished apartment, three men sit talking. I wish this rain had let up. I'm getting sick and tired of sitting around doing nothing. Oh, you and me both, Jim. If I don't raise some dough pretty soon, there's going to be no happy home for me. I'm so flat I can't even buy a package of cigarettes. Yeah, here, Bill, I have one of mine. Oh, thanks. Right? Yeah, I'd need my match. Yeah. Boy, am I fed up on this bumming cigarettes, meals, and everything else. I don't know how you stand it so well, Mac. I'd go nuts passing out cigarettes to people like me. What would you boys say if I told you of a way to make some dough? Plenty of dough. Huh? Stay out of jam. I got an idea that means plenty of dough to all of us if you boys want to go into it with me. It means a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. Say, listen, I can't think of anything at this point that I wouldn't do for some real cash. What's the dough? Remember a year or so ago, a couple of guys tunneled into a bank and grabbed 15,000 bucks in cool, hard cash? Yeah, I remember. They got caught and sent up. Right. But they made mistakes. Mistakes we can profit by. You mean that you want to rob a bank? That's exactly what I do mean. And I've got it all figured out so there's not a chance in the world for a slip-up if we take our time and make plans carefully. I don't know about that, Max. I can send you up for a long, long time for a little thing like bank robbery. I don't know, but what I'd rather bum cigarettes than take such a long time. Well, of course, if you boys don't want to get in the gravy, it's all right with me. Well, I'm sorry to see a couple of guys that need dough turning down a gold mine because I don't have to take a chance. Oh, we need dough all right, but, boy, I still think it's a big risk. This is so sure to be safe. Are you interested enough to listen to my ideas? Sure, why not? If we don't like it, we don't have to go, Jim. Might be a good thing at that. Well, it's okay with me to hear what you've got, Max. I'm not at all sure I'm going to like the idea. Knowing you two boys as well as I do, I've got a hunch you'll like it plenty. Anyway, here's the dope. There's a branch bank at Figueroa and Adams, and right down the middle of the street there's a sewer pipe with not more than a foot of water in it. Now, if we were to get in there and dig a tunnel under the side of it... Yeah. Well, right, Mac. I'm sorry I got sold, Bill. I 
I guess it's just nerves. Well, three days in this tomb's enough to drive anyone back. How long do you figure it'll take us to get there, Max? Well, it shouldn't be long. We've got a long swell so far. If we don't strike any tougher going than this, it'll be only a matter of a week or so. Well, I hope it's not any longer. Seven more days in this rat hole, and I'm liable to go completely nuts. Well, out of it and get to work, will you, Bill? Okay. Yeah, this thing's making an awful noise, Max. 
Armed with these facts, Ledbetter and Spencer scoured the neighborhood, inquiring at all cleaning establishments to trace the laundry mark. In a little shop on Estrella Avenue, a branch cleaner recognizes the mark as belonging to one Jim Matson, who lives nearby. Acting on this information, the two detectives arrive at Matson's apartment only to find that he had moved out a month before and left no forwarding address. And in the small apartment, less than two blocks away... They got wise to us. We're not in the can, are we? Listen, boys, those cops he'd have spending so much time running around in a circle, they'd never think of looking for us here. Yeah, it was pretty smart of you, Max, thinking of sticking in this apartment so close to the bank. The cops are probably everywhere but near here. Well, I didn't think so much of the idea, but I'll have to admit, Mac, it seems to be working. Three days since we got out of that lousy tunnel, and the papers have already forgotten us. Yeah, and within three weeks, we'll have another bank lined up. Another bank? Sure, you don't think that just because we mopped this job, we're going to quit, do you? It only takes one good haul, and we're set for life. You know, Max, there's one thing bothering me. How in the devil did the board get wise to us? If we could figure that out, we'd be better off the next time. It's just pure luck, Jim. I tell you, there wasn't a chance in the mirror of finding us. Just one of those things, luck. Yeah, I wish we had a little of that. Yeah, we wouldn't be laying around this apartment waiting. Well, listen, if you guys will just have a little patience, we'll be sitting pretty. I spotted a bank over on Jefferson last night that looks like the worst to me. There's a manhole right in front of it, and the vault's only about 12 feet away from the opening. Well, all we got to do is to sit tight until this mess blows over, then you get a closer look at the setup out there and go to work. It's a cinch. Well, say, Jim, what time's Mabel do here? We don't want to be sitting around when she arrives. Oh, that's right. Well, what time is it now? Yeah, 2.30. Well, if you ought to get home by 3, I guess you better get out. Uh, where we need you tonight, Mike? Mm, your wife's going to stay here? No, she's going out somewhere for dinner. I told her I was going over to the city office again. All right. Well, let's all get together here about 6. Okay by me. Yeah, me too. And I'll see you boys here at 6 tonight. All right. So long. Ledbetter and Spencer canvassing the neighborhood for any scraps of information run into good luck. Here's another problem now, sir. Let's ask the landlady. Yeah. You know, I'm beginning to get tired of a fight of apartment. It makes the 15th we've been in today. We've gotten the same answer to all of them. Never heard of any matching. Well, here goes nothing. You push the buzzer this time, Herb. Maybe it'll bring some luck. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We're looking for a man by the name of Matson. Tim Matson. You any tenant here by that name? Matson? Uh, no, I don't, but I can Is there anybody staying here that has a similar name? Well, let me think. I, I might have moved in about a month ago. Oh, wait a minute. There's a Mr. Jim Watson lives here, and if I remember rightly, he moved in just about that time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, it was the day that my son got his job over at the bakery. You know, like our man. Right. What if you could tell us a little about this man? You know if he works? Why, uh, yes, I think he does. At least he leaves here every night about 9 o'clock, and he takes a sack of lunch with him, and it's he all that... He here night. about 9 at night. Herb begins to look as though we're on the right track. Now, what apartment has he? Number 201. He's on the second floor, right off the stairs. Hey, wait a minute. What do you men want to know all this for? You friends of his? We're detectives, ma'am. Los Angeles Police Department. Detectives? Oh, I might have known this would happen. Just as I was getting back on my feet. Oh, what's he done? This may not be the man we're after, ma'am, but if it is, we want him for a little attempted bank robbery. Bank robbery? A bank robbery in my No, house. don't get excited, ma'am. We just want to talk to him and make sure. There won't be any trouble. You know if he's in right now? Oh, no. Mr. Watson went out a little while ago, but I... Well, if you don't mind, then, we'll go up and take a look at the apartment. Well, I, I don't know if I should let you... You wouldn't want to prevent us from arresting a thief, would oh, you? Oh, heaven forbid. Well, I guess it's all right. 
Mr. Watson, come home while you're up there. Just let him come up. Now, don't say a word to him about our being there. In that way, you can help us a lot, ma'am. All right, but I hope I don't have to talk to him. I'm so nervous. I'm sure he thinks there was something wrong. Have you a key to the apartment? Uh, Yes, sir, right here. Thanks. All right, Hal. Let's take a look around up there. And don't forget, ma'am, don't say anything to anyone. I promise you there'll be no disturbance if we can help him. All right, but I tell you, my nerves are so upset I'll never be the same again. Better take a look in the bathroom and all the clothes, sir. This is on the safe side. Yeah, right. Oh, good. Tell Mrs. Watson out to the matron's office, Byrne. Then tell Ledbetter to come in. Yes, sir. Mrs. 
way, ma'am. I'm sure you'll find out that you're wrong, Lieutenant. That remains to be seen, Mrs. Watson. I'll call you as soon as I talk to your husband. Oh, thank you. If I hadn't been in this business as long as I have, I'd almost believe that woman. All right, in here. Well, quite a crowd. Where'd you find the other two? They conveniently walked in, one after another, a little while after you left. Uh, which one of you is Watson? There's two Watsons, Ed. This is Jim. This is Bill. Yeah. This one's name is McIntyre. Tom McIntyre. Well, now, isn't that nice? What do you say to all this, Jim? I don't know what this is all about. But I'm telling you right now, it's a pretty lousy thing when you can't even walk into your own apartment without a bunch of plastic grabbing you and running you in. And you haven't any idea as to why you're here. No. Well, suppose I have Lieutenant Ledbetter tell you all about it, then. Would you care to tell these gentlemen why they're here, Lieutenant? Certainly. In the first place, there's a bank over on the corner of Figueroa and Adams that has a lot of money in it. And right out in front of that bank, there's a manhole that leads down into the store. Hey, what's the idea of all this clatter? What are we arrested for? That's what we want to know. We'll get to that. Continue with your story, Lieutenant. And about three days ago, three men were down in a little tunnel that they dug from the sewer pipe to the vault of the bank. As a matter of fact, they were within a half an inch of about $25,000 in banknotes. But unfortunately for them, a night watchman happened to hear the sound of their chisel made on the steel vault and turned in an alarm. I told you that lousy chisel makes too much noise. Oh, you're a chisel makes too much noise, eh, Bill? Well, you were right. Now, what do you boys say to this? Nothing. All right. In the little tunnel, we found several things belonging to the men who managed to get away from us. Among these things was a torn coat sleeve. I have it right here. Have you ever seen this before, Jim? I... No. I've never seen it. Well, that's funny. How about these trousers here? Have you ever seen them? I... Why, yeah, they're mine. Doesn't it strike you funny that you've never seen the coat sleeve? Yet it's out of a coat that matches these trousers? I knew it. I knew we'd get caught. You said it was... Why, 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 you said it are you going to tell us about it or not? It'll go a little easier for you if you do. All right. I suppose we might as well. We did it. It was the first job we pulled. Yeah. Whose idea was it? Mac. He said it was perfectly safe. Unfortunately, McIntosh, there's no such thing as a safe crime. You may get away with it for a little while, but in the end, you'll get caught. And then it's a tough hey, rap. Listen, I don't know what's going on around here, but I know I'm not going to be over to jail. These guys are nuts saying I planned the job. Why, I haven't even with them. They've been going around robbing banks. I haven't known anything about it. The frame up, that's what it is. That's mighty interesting, Mac, but I'm afraid it's a little too late to be effective. We've got enough evidence on you three to put you safely away for a long, long time. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Mr. Russell, here's a suit of clothes. Do you recognize it? 
Yes, sir. Uh, who is it? And how are you so sure of it? Because, sir, I, I've examined the lining, and it has a laundry mark which I use for Mr. Matson's clothes. Mm. Then you can be absolutely certain that this suit belongs to Mr. Matson, the man sitting over there? Yes, sir, absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Russell. That'll be all. James Watson, William Watson, and Thomas McIntosh stand and face the court. Thomas McIntosh, have you anything to say before this court passes sentence on you? Uh, nothing. No. After hearing the testimony offered against you in this case, this court feels that there is no doubt as to your guilt. However, there is one thing that throws a different light on this case. The testimony given during this trial made it apparent that one of you is the man most guilty. That one of you was responsible for the planning of this attempted crime. Therefore, in sentencing you, I feel that I am justified in my decision. James Watson and William Watson, I sentence you to six months in the Los Angeles County Jail to start immediately and run in consecutive days. This is the lightest sentence I am allowed by law to pass on you. And in doing it, I hope that both of you will think twice before you resort again to crime for a living. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, Judge. Thomas McIntosh... I'm not going to be so lenient with you. It is your type of man that instigates just such schemes as this. Therefore, it is the sentence of this court that you be confined in San Quentin Penitentiary for a period of not less than one and not more than ten years. Every boy and girl listening, Rio Grande offers several free gifts. To get these gifts, merely go tonight or tomorrow to your neighborhood Rio Grande Craft Gasoline Service Station. Ask about Rio Grande's free gift. The attendant will give you the latest copy of the Calling All Cars News, a big double-sized special edition, and it contains illustrations and descriptions of all the free gifts. Choose the ones you want. You can have them all at no cost. Parents will want their boys and girls to have these gifts. We urge you to drive your youngsters to the Rio Grande service station. Get a copy of the Calling All Cars News for yourself. It's full of true detective stories, latest movie news, and interesting articles, and it's free. While you're in the Rio Grande station, try a tank full of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. Find out for yourself why it is used in more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment than any other gasoline. It delivers police car performance, at no extra cost. Los Angeles Police calling all cars, attention all cars, cancellation broadcast 94. The sex in this case now in custody. That's all. Rolling the curtain. This is Frederick Lindsley bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company. <laughs>